What's up, you guys? Uh, this is an impromptu episode of A Man and His Podcast. Uh, basically, we had a bad storm today. Power went out. Now I'm sitting in my dad's work van and uh, charging my phone with nothing really to do. Uh, I am going to put a disclaimer out right now. The stories I'm about to discuss are stories of me, underage drinking. I am not condoning it to all the underage listeners. I am not proud that I underage drink, and actually, as of this recording, I'm 75 days sober from drinking. Um, But yeah, let's get into it. There's a few funny drunk stories that I have that I just wanted to release and just say. There is a... Let's start with one of my first frat parties. So, my friend texted me, and he said, Hey man, you want to go to Pike tonight? And I said, frat? And... He said, yeah. And I was like, all right, screw it, let's go. And I was at my cousin's wedding reception at the time. So I got ready. And he came and picked me up. We went to the party. We uh, had a 30-pack of Bud Select, I believe, and a bottle of vodka, plain vodka, no flavor to it, just drinking, 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 drinking. Uh Night's going on, we're dancing, I'm having a good time. One thing leads to another, the party gets busted and everyone evacuates. Well, my friend was real cool with the frat leader, so we got to hang out for a little bit and then it came to 3 o'clock in the morning and I'm just drunk off my ass and all I hear is a frat kid come up to my friend and say, hey, bust this bottle over my head. So my friend grabs this bottle and shatters it over this kid's head. Just shatters it. And the kid starts gushing blood. And I was like, yo, dude, we need to call an ambulance or something for him. He is, he's fucked up right now. We need to call an ambulance. And all the frat guys were like, no, we can't have the ambulance come here, man. We can't have them come here. That's bad news. So I said, I have a brilliant idea. Let's call an Uber and have them Uber us to the hospital since none of us can drive. And one of the frat guys told me I need to sit down and calm down. I'm too drunk. And I told him I'm not drunk. I'm not that drunk. And I'm just trying to help out their friend. And he goes, you're stumbling everywhere. Go lay down. And there's a bench in their backyard. And I fell asleep on the bench and woke up in my buddy's truck in a parking lot of a KFC that we parked at to get to the frat party. Because we parked at this KFC and we walked to the frat party. And I just woke up at 7 in the morning in KFC's parking lot. And I looked at my friend and I said, what the hell happened, man? And he looked at me and he goes, I don't know. And then he drove me home. Uh, Once again, like I said, I'm not condoning underage drinking. I'm not proud of it. Probably the stupidest thing I've ever done. Um, Another frat party we went to. Uh, we went, we started to get to know the guys because this was like our third or fourth time showing up. And this one's, this one's, uh, theme, I guess you could call it, was risky business. So everyone had to dress up in lingerie and boxers, which was really weird, but 18 me, 18 year old me was digging it. I was like, all right, cool. Bunch of girls wearing lingerie. So we'll do this. Let's go. And we showed up, and we met up with one of my friends, Jake, there. And once again, we had a few, uh, what's it called, 
um, beers in our system because we bought another 30 pack or whatever and another bottle of vodka and me and my friend are standing outside and my friend Jake comes outside and his glasses are all fogged up he goes dude I can't see I'm so drunk I can't see and I took off his glasses and he goes oh my god I can see now and I said yeah dude because your glasses were all fogged up and he wiped them off he puts them on he goes no that wasn't the issue and just goes inside and starts partying again um yeah this episode's just gonna be a bunch of random little stories because it is currently 11 o'clock p.m and i'm just sitting in a work van charging my phone with my uh 13 year old little brother next to me as he's playing <laughs> i was playing random mobile games because there's nothing else to do playing random games on his phone because there's nothing else to do he said um I can't think of any funny drunk stories. I don't really want to say too many drunk stories and act like I'm condoning it because I just turned 21. But one last one is I was a part of a backyard fed and we had an after party at a buddy's house and I'm drinking, I'm drinking, I'm drinking. And all of a sudden is I'm not going to say his name, but my friend threw a five gallon bucket, an empty bucket at me, tossed it at my head. And I start bleeding everywhere. And that's the photo. If you guys seen it on Twitter, I put the other night. Uh, summer of 2017 was wild. That's how I got a bloody face. No, I was not in a death match. No, I wasn't in a backyard match. Matter of fact, all I was for the backyard fed was a uh, ring announcer commentator. <laughs> uh, just so happened to draw blood that night. Um, but that's the end of the drunk stories. How about uh, your 21st? Okay, we'll go into my 21st. My little brother said, let's go into my, let's get talking about my 21st. Um, as many people know, younger Jake loved to drink. Loved to drink. And my 21st was a day I was looking forward to. When the pandemic started, I was pissed. I was like, son of a bitch, I don't get to go bar hopping. I don't get to party. I don't get to just get slaughtered like I wanted to. Um. But my dad and stepmom ended up taking me up to a bar and grill called Hot Shots. And we got there about 6.30, 6.45. I had one beer. My aunt shows up. She buys me a shot. I take the shot of Fireball. We're, we're cool and we're fine. We're doing good. Um, my buddy Tanner and his friend James show up. And Tanner, James, if you guys are listening to this, I fucking hate you for this night. Um, yeah, so... The waitress says, anything, anybody want anything? And my friend Tanner says, get my boy uh, Four Horsemen. Those of you that don't know what a Four Horsemen is, it is a uh, drink that consists of Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, Jose Cuervo, and I believe Jameson. And then my other, his friend James goes, hey, can you get my boy uh, Irish Car Bomb? Which, to this day, I'm not sure exactly what an Irish car bomb is. I believe it is a, uh, you get a beer of Guinness, and then Bailey's maybe, and you drop it in there, and you have to chug it. So I did that. I did the Irish car bomb. Boom, 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 boom. We're cooling. We're fine. Uh, my buddy Nick and his girlfriend are there, and they say, hey, can you get my friend a, uh, a Vegas bomb, I think it was called? I took that. I start feeling it. I take the four horsemen. I'm really feeling it. So I'm going back and forth to the bathroom just to get up and moving. And I come out, and the waitress goes, you're cut off. And I said, I'm cut off? 
And she goes, yeah, you're cut off. You were in the bathroom puking. I looked at her. I said, I wasn't puking. If I was going to puke, I would have puked right over this railing because we were sitting outside. Why would I run all the way to the fucking bathroom to puke? And one thing led to another. She got me fries, all that. I sobered up a little bit. And then I get another, I go back to the bathroom. And as I'm walking back outside, Jimmy's waving his arms now because I think he just passed a level on a game or something. Yes, sir. Uh, as I'm walking back outside, the waitress goes, do you promise me you weren't puking? And I said, I promise on everything, ma'am, I was not puking. If I was going to puke, I would puke over this fucking railing, not come all the way inside, run all the way through the fucking restaurant to go to the bathroom to fucking puke. She goes, okay, cool, there's a bear outside waiting for you. I love beer. I was like, awesome. I go out there. I end up taking a few shots. I forgot exactly what shots. I'm not going to go over each shot I took. Um, I think the end total was 9 or 10. So then it's about 11.30 at night. And my dad's chatting up with my friends. And I look at my aunt and I said, I need to go home. So she goes, all right, time to go home. So my dad grabs me, grabs the collar of my shirt. He's like, all right, let's go home, bud. And walks me to the truck. I get in the truck. I'm slaughtered. I'm asking on the whole way home, can we drink a beer when we get home? Can I drink a beer when I get home? Can I please drink another beer? Yeah, Jake, go ahead. Drink another beer. I walk inside. I'm stumbling all around the fucking garage. Grab a beer right out of the cooler. Or out, not the cooler, the fridge. The garage fridge. Grab that beer. Um, I don't even remember much. I was falling around, I believe. You fell in your room. You fell in your room, too. Yeah, Jimmy was here in this... It's the craziest night of his life for me, like, seeing me like this. Uh, it was the night that Kurt Angle came back for, I believe, the pit fight between Matt Riddle and Timothy Thrasher. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his Thatcher. name. I'm not good at pronouncing shit with THs. Uh, and he says, Kurt Angle returned. And I said, Kurt Angle? And then I wouldn't shut up. I kept on telling him. I was like, Matt Riddle's going to SmackDown. Matt Riddle's going to SmackDown. Matt Riddle's going to SmackDown. And I, w I wouldn't shut up about that. So then I go to my room. My dad walks me to my room. I can't log into my WWE network, and I'm just telling him, I just want to watch 90s WCW. I, I was dead set on watching, like, 1993 fucking WCW for some fucking reason. And I couldn't get it to work, so I just turned on fucking a Logan Paul vlog or something like that. I don't fucking know. Uh... And next thing you know, I'm calling people because I woke up and I seen that my call log had a few people in it. Um, and I, I was just falling around in my room, apparently, because my dad walked in my room. What happened is I went to take my pants off to go to bed and my dad heard a thud and he walked in my room and I was laying on my ground with my pants around my ankle. And he goes, yep, you can take care of that one yourself, bud, and shut the door. Um, I woke up the next day. I was completely hungover. The worst hangover I had in my life. The last hangover I've had in my life. Because this was the last time I drank. And I'm dead set on that. I'll drink on occasion. Maybe on my birthday next year. Who knows. But I'm, I'm not into the whole drinking holidays per se. So 4th of July I didn't drink. Um, New Year's I'm not going to drink. Labor Day I won't drink. Halloween I'm not going to drink. Just because. I was going down a wrong path at a young age of me just drinking like a fool. Um. From October to about December, I was drinking almost every weekend, just get, getting slaughtered pretty much every weekend. And that, like, I get it, young age, party it up. 
that's not the way to do it, man. Not the way to do it. Um, but I woke up the next morning. My dad said, hey, do you want to get lunch? I said, yeah, let's go get lunch, man. Where do you want to go? He goes, hot shots. I said, ah, shit. So I called in and ordered their hot shots. And I did not want to walk in that building because I was just slaughtered the night before in there. It was going to give me flashbacks, all of that. And that's how my 21st went. My little brother, Jimmy, he uh, he was on an episode, the Extreme Rules episode. Yeah. He's never seen me that way before. Uh, he thought it was amazing to see somebody so drunk, I guess. You and mom were both drunk. Yeah, he just said me and his mom, my stepmom, were both drunk. Uh, me and her partied. Partied real hard. Uh, that's the end of the drinking stories. I'm a new man. I don't drink anymore. I'm not into drinking anymore. That's that's that. Like, if you have questions on why I don't drink anymore, you can go ahead and message me. You guys know my Twitter, at your boy Squint, or at a man in his podcast. If you want to chat me up about why I don't drink and want to hear my opinion or hear my reasoning, go ahead. I'm not going to criticize you for wondering. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other stories to tell. Let's talk about Raw 1000, actually. So that was my little brother's first event. Um, it was like my first event in years. I went to like a Raw in 2008, like a SmackDown Live event a couple years back, like in 2004. And... Raw 1000, good time. Just a few notable things from it is, me and my little brother started a boots to, uh, boots to asses chant. Greatest time of my life doing that. That was um, amazing. I was like five, too. Yeah, he was like five, and he thought it was amazing that he started a chant. Not only a chant, but a chant with a cuss word in it. Oh, well. Um, so, right before Kane and Undertaker came out, I was in the bathroom, and I was at Scott Trade Center, and there was a bunch of weird writing on the wall in the bathroom about, like, I don't even know. Like, it sounded creepy, but it was just a bathroom fucking writing. Some jackass was writing on a wall. And it had something to do with, like, fire and shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay, who cares? <laughs> and I walk out, and I'm sitting in my seat, and Kane's goddamn pyro goes off. And I jumped out of my seat so goddamn high, I probably could have grabbed onto the rafters. And I was freaking out. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was freaking out. And that's just a funny moment to me. Um, so me and him attended Extreme Rules 2013, I believe. Yeah, 2013. And that was a pretty cool event, I guess. I I've attended so many events, I don't even remember the exact match cards for each one. Uh, but as we're leaving this one, we couldn't find our fucking car for the life of it. And we're walking all around downtown St. Louis. Where the fuck's our car? It's me, my stepmom, my little brother, and my stepmom's cousin. We're walking. Jimmy's six, seven years old at this point. We yeah. see a homeless man sleeping on a bench. <laughs> me and my stepmom look at each other. We nod. Don't say anything. Me and my uh, stepmom's cousin look at each other. We nod. All right, let's not say anything. We've all made eye contact. Don't say anything. We almost make it past this homeless-ass dude. And my little brother utters out the words. That's, that's a bench, not a bed. That's a bench, not a bed. What are you doing sleeping on it, dude? We grabbed my little brother. We had to fucking walk. We had to run. Um, I forgot what event it was that we went to. And me and my cousin are walking, or me and my stepmom's cousin are walking back outside in the car. 
and a big dude kept on bumping into me. And I looked at my cousin, he looked at me, and I turned around, me and him turned around, we were getting ready to talk some shit to him, be like, hey brother, quit fucking bumping into me. I shit you not. I turn around, and I seen Braun fucking Strowman's lookalike right behind me. <laughs> me and my stepmom's cousin looked at each other and said, we'll take this one to the chin, we'll just keep walking. If he bumps into us again, deal with it. Uh, another event story is... Um, trying to think. Oh, the 1000th Wish Kid. Make-A-Wish Kid. That went to Raw 1000. Uh, that kid, Johnny Linton, I believe his name was, or something to that nature. I was standing in line, just wanted to get some fucking nachos, you know, to enjoy the show for Raw 1000. And I see this kid in a wheelchair, and I looked at him, and I was like, he's just in a wheelchair. He's not the kid. He's not the kid. He's not the kid. I said, fuck it. I said, hey, ma'am, is your son the one that, like, met John Cena? And it's the 1,000th Make-A-Wish. She goes, oh my god, yeah. You want to see the pictures he took backstage? And I was like, fuck yeah, show me them. I want to see this. She's swiping, she's swiping, showing me pictures. And she swipes too far, and it's a picture of this kid and Undertaker. And I was like, Undertaker was announced? And she goes, oh my god, shh, shh, shh. don't tell no one, don't tell no one. I was like, what the fuck? Undertaker's a surprise? That's what's up. And all I remember is that little Johnny kid... Ruining the surprise for Undertaker for me, because when his gong hit, I was like, oh yeah, I knew this one was coming. But to this day, Undertaker's entrance is by far the best entrance to see live. It is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, experience, man. Just watching him walk down that ramp, the music playing, the smoke coming up from the ramp. It, oh, God. And then Undertaker and Kane just went in there and whooped up some fucking jobbers. Hey, 3MB was there too, I think. Like... Yeah, 3MB was at Raw 1000. That was the best part of the fucking night, Jimmy. Don't, don't forget Three, the living legend Camacho, either. Yeah, Camacho was in the ring for that. Uh, <laughs> Camacho was in the ring for that. A bunch of people were in the ring for that. I forgot exactly who. Uh, trying to think of some other stories to say. Man. Uh, let's talk about how I've been a smartass at work in the past. <laughs> So I used to work at Five Guys Burgers and Fries, home of the $15 value meal. Yes, it is $15 if you want a fucking cheeseburger, fries, and a drink. Anywhere from $15 to $21. So I got the job there. I'm working. I make a milkshake, and it's a little bit too thin for someone's liking. They came up to me, and they said, I ordered a milkshake. And I said, yeah? And they said, yeah, this isn't a milkshake. I looked at it, and it was just basically a cup of milk because it was so thin. So thin. And I looked at the cup, and I said, well, here's a cup of milk. He goes, yeah. I started shaking, and I said, no, it's shaking, milkshake. And I looked at him. He looked at me, and I said, I'll go get my manager. Because uh, I knew that was going to be his next words. Can I speak to your manager? And that's that. Um... Other than that, there wasn't. There was one guy that came in the Five Guys. I shit you not. He made a fake Facebook page called Five Guys Coupons in all lowercase, and he made a post that said, "Was the worst grammar ever? Worst grammar ever." It said, "Show Five Guys this post to get a free burger." And I looked at it, and I said, "We don't have coupons, man." I said, "We don't accept coupons. We don't have discounts. None of that," which is a whole other story. I had to give out free fucking burgers and shit 
to first responders, to the elderly people, just because they deserve a discount, but Five Guys is too stingy with their fucking money for it. So stingy, they wouldn't give me a fucking raise, actually. Like, you'd imagine they'd give me a goddamn raise considering we're charging fucking $30 for a burger and fries. Uh, to be fair, it is pretty good, though. They're good, but not, like, $30 good. Like, I can go to Steak and Shake and get the same fucking burger for fucking $4, 4 for 4 menu, bitch. Uh, let's talk about the time I met Cody Rhodes at Glory Pro. This was Jimmy's first real independent show. He's gone to, like, South Broadway and SICW, a bunch of shit feds that nobody could give a fuck less about. Tons of people care about SICW, my guy. SICW is good, but not for, like, it's child-oriented. We go to Glory Pro. I bought him a ticket to meet Cody Rhodes. And uh, we're in line waiting for Cody Rhodes. He takes the picture with Cody Rhodes with the belt. I take a picture with the belt with Cody Rhodes. And I looked at Cody and I said, what would happen if I dropped the title? Because he, he was a Ring of Honor champion at the time. And he looked at me. And I shit you not. He said, if you drop that title, kid, I will crossroads you right through this table. And I was like, shit, all right, boss, sorry. <laughs> um, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, this was just an impromptu episode. I just wanted to get out some short stories. I might do this again in the future. This is my first real solo podcast, uh, not doing a review on anything or interviewing anybody. So let me know what you think. Um, let me know what you think. Um, also, I just wanted to let you guys know. Well, my dad just interrupted the episode of the podcast to say hi. Oh, sorry guys, didn't know you were doing a podcast. My bad. You need to charge your phone or not? Yeah. Alright. What's your phone? I don't know if your cord works on. Mine's an iPhone. I'm at 73. Does your cord work on mine, Jim? I think so. I don't think so. Anyway, you boys. Um, I mentioned earlier that I was going to do a review or uh, an announcement. Uh, basically, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to release 10 episodes within 10 weeks. So, 10 weekly episodes. And then, after the 10 weekly episodes, I'm going to take a break for two weeks and continue on the next season. So, this was technically the season two premiere. Um, I know last season only technically had nine, but deal with it. If you have a fucking problem with it, get over it. Uh, don't be that guy to complain about it. Um, but yeah, so I have a few interviews lined up within the next couple weeks that I'm trying to get out. I have an interview with a pro wrestling, pro wrestling announcer and commentator, MLJ, um, pro wrestling fan, Jason Klein. I have um, stand-up comedian Max Price lined up. I have pro wrestler, not a sword guy, Jody coming up. Um, and that's that, man. Um, I hope you guys are all staying safe right now during this pandemic. I know a lot of people are still suffering from it with uh, cities being shut down or having loved ones having it. 
Well, you guys all have a great night. Take care.